Hey y'all, welcome to Black Pod Collective, the podcast where we teach podcasters how to podcast. Yeah, you heard that right. We teach aspiring and current podcasters how to start, grow, and sustain their platforms. So let's see what today's host has to share. Hey there, I'm Felicia Jones, the lead researcher and founder of I Find You Clothes, where my team and I research hundreds of events around the globe each week that are looking for speakers with topics just like yours. Now, our mission is to help you market your business or share your message on stage. And we do that by taking on the heavy lifting of doing the research for you. In addition to running this company, I myself have been a speaker for the last few years, so I know what it is like. I have had the pleasure of being a two-time TEDx speaker. I have been on the TED Radio Hour. I have been an event MC for women in technology events. I've traveled to multiple countries. And one of the coolest things that I've ever done that came from speaking actually was landing a television gig, a national television gig with Daily Blast Live as their personal finance contributor. I came about a lot of this while building my original business talking about money and I needed a way to market myself and get people to work with me. And in this episode, we will be talking about one of my favorite things, and that is finding your next speaking gig. Oh no, is that an echo? Oh no, you're not using social media effectively. Oh no, no one's listening to your podcast. It's the Oh No segment. Let's hear today's host, Biggest Oh No's. Now, when it comes to speaking, a lot of us can fall into some very big traps. So I want to tell you the three most common mistakes to avoid when it comes to speaking. The very first one is don't have in your brain that you're going to be in arenas the moment you decide to become a speaker. A lot of us want to go from unknown to stardom instantly without doing a lot of the work. I want you to have dreams and I'm not trying to be a dream crusher. If arenas and 10,000 people is what you want, I'm here to help you. But we have to realize that it's going to take a little bit of work. You know what? Scratch that. It's going to take a lot of work. Your job at this moment is to really make people know who you are and build authority. My business coach a couple of years ago told me you need to wake up every day and ask yourself, Who needs to know your name today? Because it's not about who you know that can get on stage. It's about who knows you. And if your cat and dog are the only people who know that you are a speaker, guess what? You're not going to be in arena. (laughs) You're just going to be at home speaking to your cat and dog. Now, the second most common mistake when it comes to speaking is not knowing who you talk to or what you talk about. Now, I get calls about this every day almost. And the first thing that I will ask you if you call me is, who do you talk to and what do you talk to them about? I have been on the other side of the ball game when it comes to booking speakers. I have been a speaker coordinator for four years for two groups and I have sat on selection committees. I want you to help me make it easy for me to say yes to you. I know that was a tongue twister, so don't let me repeat it. But I want to be able to say yes to you. And when you are clear as to how you can help my audience, what you talk about for my audience, you know what? You will be very close to getting to a yes. And if you can talk to everyone, that means you talk to no one. And if you can talk about everything, that means you talk about nothing. That means you're going to have to narrow down and start focusing so that you can get on more stages. And finally, the third most common mistake when it comes to landing speaking gigs is not asking. 
I know this is a crazy one, but sometimes all it takes is just asking. If you want to get paid to speak, guess what? You're going to have to ask for it. If you want to get on stage at an event, guess what? You're going to have to ask for it. A lot of us assume as speakers that if we call ourselves a speaker, we throw up a website, people will just come for us. Trust me, I tried that for a long time and it did not work. The very first thing I want you to do is just start asking. Look at your network, look at your friends, look at your other business friends, your other podcast friends. Look at where they are going and start asking. It's really gonna be up to you to not be intimidated and start asking for exactly what what you want so that you can get what you need to be successful. With that, let's take a break. And when we come back, we will dive deep into what it will take for you to land your next speaking gig. Be a part of the conversation by emailing your questions to hello at blackpodcollective.com. You can also join the collective by visiting our website, blackpodcollective.com and selecting membership. We look forward to welcoming you to the collective. Guess what? We are back and it is time for us to dive deep into how we are going to help you land your next speaking gig. And the most beautiful thing about this is this is a podcast and you can rewind and rewind and replay as many times as you want because I'm about to dive into some deep stuff here. I hope you're ready. If not, just be ready. We're going to get started anyway. (laughs) Now, number one is you need to love research. Research, research, research. Now, I am a research queen and this is what I do. But I have to tell you, the secret to landing gigs is being prepared. When you research your audience, you'll know exactly what they want to hear. When you research your industry, you will know the gaps. When you start researching topics that are out there that are popular, this will help you stay prepared and stay booked. And one of the other benefits of researching is you get to research who are the people that will book you. The goal is to try to make as many warm relationships as possible so that you can get on that stage fast. So if you don't really like researching, mm, suck it up, buttercup, because it's time for us to get our research on so that we can get on stage. Number two, I want you to create or update your speaker page. Now, a speaker page is going to be something that you will add to your existing website or you may create a one-page website and you're going to put some very vital information on this page. Your name, who you serve, what you talk about, how to contact you, your bio, your speaking topics. And I'm going to say this again, your contact information. You'll be very surprised how many speakers forget to put their contact information on their website. The reason why I want you to have this page is because I have spent so many years as a speaker coordinator. And when you start pitching me, I am going to start snooping. I'm going to look at your social media channels. I hope they're consistent and they look the same. I'm going to look at your website. I'm going to be looking for pictures of you on stage. I'm going to be looking for testimonials, video testimonials. I'm going to be looking at samples of your topics and if you have been on camera. So this is what I want on your speaker page. If you do not have one, I'm going to do something really quick right now. I want to invite you over to ifindyouclose.com forward slash office hours every Friday 
absolutely free. I answer any questions you have around speaking. I will bring up websites so that I can show you an example of what a great speaker website looks like. And for those of you who have websites, I want you to upgrade them because people are looking and you don't want your website to be the one thing that will lose a gig for you. So make sure you do that. Number three, figure out what you talk about. Now, we kind of talk about this earlier when it comes to mistakes, but this is going to be key to anything else that you do. I want you to be very clear on what you talk about, okay? Be very, very clear. If you are a leadership speaker and you serve the IT community, I want you to really know that. If you are a communication speaker, if you are a personal development speaker, I want you to really have a come to Jesus moment with yourself on what you talk about. And the next thing is I want you to determine if you have a solid ROI or a solid transformation for that audience. As a speaker coordinator, as an event host, that's what I'm looking for. Can you deliver to my audience? Because if you can't, one, I'm probably not going to book you. And if I do book you and you don't deliver, I am not going to recommend you. So be very clear on what you talk about, because that is going to be the determining factor on you getting on stage. Number four, I want you to be relevant and consistent. The world has changed in 2020, and there are a lot of speakers who are talking about the same old, same old. I want you to really do that research and make sure you are staying relevant within the industry you want to talk to. You know what? If you're not really sure where to go to keep up with what's going on in the world, you can go over to Twitter. I'm telling you, Twitter is a ball of cray cray. It'll show you everything that people are complaining about hurting or having challenges with. And this is why I want you to be a relevant speaker, especially when you are pitching and targeting an audience. And I want you to be consistent. I want you to have the, a consistent theme around everything that you are doing. If it's your podcast, if it's your website, if it's your social channels, if you are speaking, please be as consistent as possible because a confused mind will not book you. That's why I want you to be relevant and I want you to be consistent. Now, the final thing that I have for you, this is number five, when it comes to landing your next gig is create goals. I know it sounds very basic, but when you create goals around speaking, it really does help. I want you to create goals of how many times you want to get on stage, how many times you want to speak virtually, how many times you want to do your own workshops. And to me, those are all three different things. When you create your goals, I want you to put them up on a wall so that you can see them. Because if you decide you want to have 50 speaking gigs in one year, and I have to tell you, that's a lot, you may have to reach out to 150 people to get those 50 gigs. Some of you may have to reach out to 200 and 300 because that is the amount of work it might take for you to get quality, solid speaking gigs. So create your goals. Now, we did talk about quite a bit here, so I'm just gonna repeat just for a quick review. One, research. Research your heart out, kids. Love it, 
because that's what you're about to be doing. Create or update your speaker page. This is gonna be key because people like me will go snooping and I wanna see things like testimonials, speaking topics, bios, how to contact you. I wanna see all of it. Three, figure out what you talk about because I want you to be very clear so somebody can book you. Also be relevant and be consistent around your channels, around what you're saying, around what you're talking about. And finally, create some goals. You'll be surprised how good (laughs) goals would keep you in the game. Trust me, create some goals around your speaking. Okay, we are at the fun part. I get to do a little audience Q&A. So I'm going to take on three questions. And I have to say that these are some of the most common questions that I get. The first one up is, how do I get paid to speak? I love this question because there's no real easy answer to it. And the answer I'm going to give you is, Your ability to get paid to speak comes down to your ability to negotiate a deal. I always tell my clients and anyone around me, if you want to get paid, you need to learn how to negotiate. Even if you're speaking for free, you need to negotiate for everything you want from photos to videos to testimonials to introductions to people that have stages that can hear your message. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to invest in one or two sales courses a year, sales books, sales classes, whatever it takes. One of the things that I had to do when it it came to my speaking career was investing in learning how to close a deal and how to sell myself. Please do whatever it takes to up your negotiating skills because that will determine how much you get paid. And the other thing is when it comes to setting your prices, Whatever you think you want, add another zero to it because I guarantee you're not asking enough. The second question I have is, should I go for small gigs first instead of the big ones? Now, I I, kind of like this question because I know where it's coming from. A lot of people get very intimidated because they don't want to go on the big stages. They want to practice and get their feet wet. Now, I am one of those girls, go big or go home because The same amount of energy that you will take to research a gig, the same amount of energy that it will take for you to practice, to put together those slides, to travel, to put on those spanks, you know, (laughs) to put on those high heels, to get on stage. That's the same amount of energy for a small group versus a big group. So why not go big? Remember, one of the things when it comes to speaking, especially when you're getting started, is you want to be able to create credibility around what you're doing. You want to be known. So credibility really does go with speaking. And if you can get on some of these bigger stages, bigger audiences, bigger events, the credibility will come a lot faster because people honestly will just think you're fancy. When you get on a TEDx stage, people instantly think you are fancy. I know I'm fancy y'all, but this is what I want you to do. Go big or go home. Yes, do the small gigs too, because those are great ways for you to practice and great ways for you to convert people into your business or into your message or become a client. And the other thing is you never know who's in the audience. No matter what, bring your A game if it's 20 people or 2000. Now, the last question I have is should... Should How long should my talk be? Now, when it comes to talks, my thought process around it is to keep it simple. I make all of my talks for 20 minutes. 
That gives me five minutes to open, five minutes for my close, and 10 minutes for my three to five talking points. Now, you'll be able to kind of clean that up a little bit, but the reason why I say 20 minutes is because Sometimes you may get only 25 minutes to speak or 30 minutes and you want to give yourself enough wiggle room to engage with the audience, to make them cry, to make them laugh, to make them throw up their hands and say hallelujah. This is what you want to build in that time because you never really want to go over time. And if somebody gives you 45 minutes or 60 minutes, what you will do with those talking points is add more stories because I'm pretty certain you have a lot of stories around everything that you do. Now, of course, if you have more questions, um, all you have to do is find me over at ifindyouclose.com. I love answering questions when it comes to speaking and I can do this all day, but they only gave me about 20 minutes for this show. So I thank you so very much for tuning in. You can connect with me at ifindyouclose.com. If you want to slide into my DMs, you can find me on Instagram over at keep up with Mrs. Jones and you can see whatever I'm keeping up with these days. And I appreciate you for having me. I hope you learned a little bit. Give me a shout out. And of course, course, I want to say happy, happy stage hunting. And my biggest call to action is invite me to your next gig. I prefer places that are warm. And you know what, with a cocktail or two. So invite me, have fun stage hunting. And of course, welcome to the collective. This has been a Pod House Media Production.